Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening into Teach or Be Taught. I'm Otney and I'm so excited to be sharing with you my teaching journey, but more specifically my student teaching experience. Today we have much to cover, from a follow-up of last week's episode to my second observation, and also stay tuned for some updates on how my student teaching experience will look differently here on out. With that, let's go ahead and get started. So to follow up on last week's fourth grade mystery with the notes that were going around in my homeroom, a quick update would be that our incredible AP was able to sit down with that particular student on Monday. And thankfully that student was honest and ready to come clean. She even apologized to the person she gave the note to. And since then, the whole thing has been resolved. Honestly, y'all, everyone involved is so sweet. And with children, it's weird because They don't have a lot of empathy. That's something that has to be taught. So I don't really think the student realized the impact her note was going to have on other people. So thankfully now that has all been taken care of and we can move forward from here. Next, I wanna talk about my second observation. Now, for those of you who are just joining, when you are student teaching, you'll be observed by a supervisor from your university or program. And before and after that observation, you will also have a meeting with each other where you can explain how you expect your lesson will go and then reflect on how your lesson went. So for my lesson, I was teaching on profit, so introducing words such as profit, revenue, and expenses, and how to solve those particular problems. I knew I was going to use our math curriculum books to guide my lesson because they already have kind of lesson plans put together with teaks and... um, different activities involved and also my teacher uses math journals so I knew I was going to take notes and stuff in the students math journals or have them take notes in their math journals because I didn't want to veer off to their normal way of learning however something was still bugging me a few days before my lesson and that thing that was bugging me was how was I going to spark the curiosity of the kids And as I was recording last week's episode and also just thinking about all the notes going around in the fourth grade, it hit me. I have to use like handwritten notes to captivate my students' attention. Like I was going to make the lesson tailored to their interests and I decided to do that by having them believe that I had found someone's notes left in the classroom and was going to reveal them to the whole class. Would y'all, can you imagine how humiliating that would be if someone found your notes, like a teacher especially, and just put them on display or read them out loud? I can't even imagine. And then also, just now that I'm after the lesson, it's just so funny to notice how intrigued and nosy fourth graders are and especially when they feel like they're about to receive juicy details of other students they are just so nosy it's so funny but anyways I was going to use that to to my advantage and that's how my lesson was going to start So the way it worked was on that Tuesday during the class I was being observed in, I set a three minute timer right when the students walked into the door. I gave them instructions to open their math journals to the next clean page, put a pencil beside it, and meet me at the floor with just themselves. And once the students all met me at the ground, I started by asking a lighthearted question. Who has ever made something and sold it? Hands went up and I called on just a few people. One person recalled the time they made 
lemonade and sold it in a lemonade stand. And I would always follow up each response with, um, what kinds of materials did you have to buy in order to make that lemonade? So then they would say like lemons and sugar and cups. So it kind of got their brains thinking in the way that our lesson was going to be that day. And so after a few people had share, shared, I said, well, that's what we're going to be talking about today here in a little bit. But first, we need to address an issue. And some kids were nervous and some were confused about how we were about to address an issue. And so I just kind of went in a flat tone voice and just said, I think we all know about the notes that have been going around in the fourth grade. And I'm just kind of eyeing all of them and like, am I right? Do y'all know about these notes? And like nodding my head and the kids are nodding along because I guess they're nervous. I don't know. So I would continue, well, the other day I was walking around the classroom and I found three notes. And at this point I held up a Ziploc baggie containing three notes with like torn edges and sloppy handwriting. The students gasped and they had no idea that I was showing them, um, like it wasn't fourth grade gossip, but it was all a part of my plan to get them engaged into the saga of profit, revenue, and expenses. And by the way, these are all notes that I handwritten, like, holding my pencil all funky so they would be sloppy and believable (laughs) and I told them I need your help because I can't really understand all the fourth grade lingo or what's going on but y'all need to promise me that even if you can figure out what's going on when I show you these notes like you have to raise their hand or raise your hand and they agreed and we moved along and I placed the first note under the hover cam And the first note read, I made a list of what we need to make them, rubber bands, yarn, and paper. It will cost $9. I'll ask my mom to take me to get them tonight. From that, we concluded as a class that this student was having to pay $9 out of pocket to get these materials, but we didn't know what they were making. And kids were so into it, y'all. They were raising their hands and just saying, like, I think they're getting it for science class. I'm pretty sure they're using that for a science project or they're making bracelets. or They were just so into it. And so once we kind of figured out, okay, $9 was coming out of pocket from whoever wrote these notes, that's when I moved on to the second note. And I just started having fun with it. And just coming up with different ways I found these notes. I told them I think this one was found next to the trash can. Like someone forgot or just barely missed the trash can and I found it on the floor. So I switched out the notes. And this next note read, it was more of someone asking someone if they wanted to buy a bracelet. So we're selling bracelets for $2 each. Do you want one? And so I like talked to the kids about how I found this note and how I was kind of nervous because they were selling something at school and we're not really supposed to be selling something at school, but it's only $2 because this is just one note. So really this person is only selling to one person, right? They're only getting $2 into their pocket, but that's when I saw it the third note and this one I think I said was found in a cubby because they're supposed to clean out their cubbies which they rarely all do so I said this one was found in a cubby and I switched it out and this one was a order form so it had a list of 10 people quote unquote because I kind of put sharpies over where the names would be so they thought I blotted out all the names of the people involved so they wouldn't be embarrassed 
and all the kids gasped because they were just shocked that so many people ordered from this bracelet company and I was able to use it to get the kids thinking about revenue even though they didn't know they were thinking about revenue yet so I asked the question okay so if they were selling bracelets for two dollars each and we know 10 people ordered from them how much money was coming into their pocket so the kids had to think two dollars times 10 people equals 20 dollars so after we concluded that whoever is selling these bracelets were getting 20 dollars into their pockets i asked well is that all the money they were leaving with like did they get to keep 20 dollars and i had each student share their opinion by holding their thumbs up for yes and down for no and I would scan the room for people who had their thumbs down. And thankfully, there's a few people who had their thumbs down. And I would ask them, so-and-so, why do you say no? Why do you think that they didn't keep all $20? And they usually, or this in this case, thankfully, they referred back to that first note. Well, they had to pay for the material. So then after we decided that, okay, they're not keeping all $20, we were able to calculate what they were actually keeping. So the $20 they earned minus the $9 that they had to pay for all the materials prior to making the bracelets and selling them. And once we did all that, we were able to calculate and solve that these people who were selling the bracelets only made $11, which is a lot for a fourth grader. And then after that, I said, thank you so much for helping me. I will let y'all know if I find whoever wrote these notes. And y'all, they were so into it. People were coming up to me even after I sent them back to their desks to um, write notes and stuff. They were coming up to me and like telling me people they encountered on the playground who might be a part of the notes and stuff. Like some of them had no idea that it was all just me writing notes so they will learn so I would count that as a success and um, I think it really helped for the rest of the lesson just that engagement part and so if you are someone coming up with lesson plans really think hard about how you're going to engage the students that you're teaching because that will set the tone for the rest of the lesson and their engagement for the rest of the lesson. Now, something I forgot to mention before I shared all about my lesson and observation um, is that my principal actually was sitting in um, during that lesson, which was super nerve-wracking to have your CT supervisor and principal all observing you at once. But it was so rewarding, and I really encourage it for any student teacher. So basically how it happened... Um, my principal usually does a daily walkthrough in the morning, and it's usually during our first class, which I am observing my CT in. So I'm usually sitting in a rolly chair watching my CT, how she's teaching, how she's delivering the content, and then I'll pick up either the next class or the second half of the day and kind of imitate what she did so usually when my principal is walking through I'm sitting in a rolly chair and it's just kind of become this little joke with myself like oh there's my principal yep I'm in a chair so on Monday the Monday before my lesson I 
caught my principal in the hallway and I just said, hey, like, whenever you come through our classroom, I'm always in a rolly chair, but I wanted to let you know I have a observation tomorrow at 9.35 and I would love for you to come watch it if you would like to see me out of a rolly chair. So um, I was super excited and surprised that she took me up on the offer. She came in as the kids were coming into class and so she was able to see my lesson from beginning to about halfway through which was totally fine like she stayed so much longer than I even expected her to and it was super awesome for her to see the students so engaged in the note saga and she was just laughing at all of their reactions and how um into it they were and then also during my actual lesson I had a lot of peer-to-peer conversations where the students would talk to each other while they were trying to identify expenses revenue and profit and the problems that we were going over and so it was really cool that she got to witness the students actively participating and then she also was able to sit in on those conversations and engage with the students herself but although it was super nerve-wracking. I really do encourage it if you are going to be a student teacher or if you are a student teacher, really invite those admin into your class because it shows that you are confident and that you are welcoming to their um, like perspective and also for them to be observing you. I just think it says a lot and although I was nervous and kind of on the fence of should I or should I not, I'm really, really thankful that I did it and it honestly went well. So it allows them to see you actually work in the classroom more than just a walk by and it shows that you are interested in their opinion of you and you can always go and ask them for feedback. But I also would say it's probably one of the best interviews that you can get is them seeing you actually working in the classroom um, instead of just like answering questions that they might ask. So super thankful I did it. I really do encourage anybody in this process to invite your admin into your classroom. Lastly, I want to update y'all on how my placement will be looking different here on out. Now, my placement given to me by Texas State is a single semester placement, meaning I'm in the same classroom with the same teacher all semester, which mine has been fourth grade math. However, this past Friday, my principal asked me to come speak with her during our planning period, which I did. And during that meeting, she explained to me that she thinks it would be more valuable of an experience if I was able to see other grades and subjects. Therefore, I'm now going to be doing a half-day split where in the morning I'm in a fifth grade English, language arts, reading, and social studies class, and then in the afternoon I go back to my normal fourth grade math. So that will start tomorrow, and I'll update y'all on how that goes the next episode. Also, since that meeting, I have been able to meet my fifth grade teacher and also look at her website. And I'm really excited to observe her teach as well as become familiar with that content. And I also think her teaching style based on her website aligns more with how I would envision mine being, which um, my teaching style is to use students' curiosities, collaboration, and hands-on activities to guide student learning. So I'm excited to see how that plays out in her classroom. 
And I'm also just very thankful that even though I get this new experience, I also get to stay with my original CT who I love. So all good things coming up this week and I'm excited to update you on that next episode. So stay tuned. That brings us to the end of our episode. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you all have an awesome week. Be sure to share this podcast with any of your soon-to-be student teacher friends, and I'll see you all next week on Teacher Be Taught.